Sorry, it's a black thing. Welcome to another episode of It's a Black Thing, a space where we have relevant conversations about the culture. I am Giddy Love. We have Lulu 954 and Jody in the building. Right. <laughs> but Job Moran could do it though, right? Okay. All right. Cool. I know you This nigga said Big C's over here, cuz. Anyways, how are you guys? Beautiful. How you doing, Giddy? Great. Outstanding. I'm okay. I'm all right. I'm back in therapy. What? When you leave it? Like a few months ago, I thought I was doing good until the fire happened. So now I'm like, I need to give back. But um, shouldn't your therapist like discharge you instead of you just like leaving? Wait, what do you mean discharge? Like, like you should be like, okay, you should, you can, you can leave now versus you just decide like I'm done. Oh, discharge! Yeah, yeah. Oh, discharge! <laughs> what you thought I said? That you mean just charge? Like I'm like, wait, if we're done, this one, yeah, you might need to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways, I'm not gonna entertain y'all today. Mm. So this That's week, I had some. I realized something this week, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all know how I have a lot of connections. I be networking, and you know, I got a plug for just about any and everything, right? Mm-hmm. I'm realizing this week that, like, maybe me being nice is or bubbly is. Giving people wrong messages at times. And I want, like, y'all opinions on it. Do you guys feel as if, like, when a woman is bubbly or too friendly, like, that's that means that she's easy? I used to. Mm-mm. I used to. I'm not going to lie. I used to. But after striking out a couple times, you're like, <laughs> nigga, you dead wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. You need to go back and assess that shit, bro. But, yeah, I used to. If you, like, bubbly and nice and shit like that, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I feel like that's the vibe that I've been getting from men yeah. lately. Like, it's like, okay, you cool. You you might, you might be my plug for rentals or you might be my plug for hotels, whatever. But that don't mean that I want to do anything with you yeah. more than just get a room or Wait, get a rental. But how you be, how you be connected? Because you a networking hoe I'm not going to lie to you So how you be connecting with people Are you flirtatious Like what are you Like are you giving them I'm son? myself mm-hmm. I'm myself Well hold on Because I think a lot of times When it comes to like Obviously other races And stuff like that A lot of them are more like Open and giddy And willing to talk to anybody Like that But most black girls Listen here They don't know you They don't want to talk They not talking to you for real Yeah so when so you so meet so one That's friendly You're like, okay, you like she Oh she, she want me yeah. She want me yeah. You feel me So you can be like Alright I'm in right. there Yeah. So I can understand Why niggas be like Okay she actually talking to me Like You <laughs> 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 talking to me And most of the times too I do give out compliments Cause Oh you fucking oh, like yeah, No No, 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 no man no. To niggas These niggas not in the wrong You in the wrong But if I pull up and somebody is looking nice Or like I like their shoes Or the watch I'll be like Oh okay Your shoes is nice Like that's not me Wanting to get with you That's me like Really liking your shoes And telling you that I like your shoes It, it falls back to like Kind of like what I said It's not regular behavior For like black women You feel me When you give out a compliment That means you 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 really looking at me Kind of hard So niggas yeah. be like Alright bet I might have a chance Especially for niggas Like you exactly. can compliment Y'all like- Anything on us Oh you got nice Eyebrows Man that girl said trying to fuck me You want to Exactly. 100%. You can't do that with me. I don't get the correlation. Like Listen. I'm just giving you a compliment. You paid attention to me. That's it, all. Exactly. That's the correlation. You, you feel me? You see a thousand niggas walk past you, but I'm the one nigga who you like. You know what? You look good. There's something nice about you, and I had to stop you and tell you. Come on, me, man. nigga. I, like, I, I, <laughs> they call me Timothy on my birthday. <laughs> so like, yeah, that's 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 what yeah. It but is. somebody like pointed that out to me. Um, because it was on the phone when I was like 
doing something and then they realize they're like this person wants you i'm like no they don't i was just mm. having a conversation like why are you sounding jealous or you know how about i say is that was, was it a guy because that sounds like dirty mac she like she didn't give me no fucking compliments i had the same watch Talk of shit is that he mad but yeah i'm really noticing a pattern i'm like i need to cut it but i also don't want to not be myself like I, I think you can do it in a way i don't know i'm not i'm not gonna lie i don't know if women really know how to do it like network in a way mm. like really well without it like potentially like borderline being like flirtatious because yeah. even the best saleswoman, like if you ever like talk like like got got by some of the best saleswomen or best servers, they make you feel like yo she might have been chance. interested in me. Let me go ahead and leave her a tip, a big tip, and but I also write my number <laughs> on the back of this phone. So and it's it's the line between like okay great salesmanship and then like. She kind of like sprinkle flirting in that motherfucker too. So the amount of times I, I, I'm, I'm a little guilty of that. I I do use that to my advantage. I'm not gonna lie. Like my feminine energy yeah. and you know. I think I think all women got it. I, I I found out my girl the other day got it. I thought she was so innocent. I was at the Haitian store and she was like, yeah, man. Sometimes if you don't know, cause I, you know I don't speak Creole that well. Yeah. She's like, if you just you know just be cute or whatever like that, you'll get it for free. Literally. I'm like, so that's Wait. how you've been getting free food this whole time? Literally. Wait, you. No, no. <laughs> so you just thought she was getting free. Why do you think she's getting free food? She Come speak French. She speak French and shit like that. So, so you think that's good enough for niggas to get yeah, free food? I don't give a bitch free food. She speak French. You got me fucked. Uh, we we yeah. <laughs> get on it. You get whatever you want. No, nah, not yeah. my shit. That's not happening, bro. <laughs> Yeah, no, but all right, I'll keep. I mean, it's working for me because I'm not giving them anything. Yeah. So, um, oh, shit. But I guarantee your network is like, man, I thought I had a chance. Like, listen, man, <laughs> you out here driving your fucking rental. Next thing you know, they report that shit stolen. <laughs> no, he let me bring it. I didn't even have to fill up the tank. So I was like, that's the second time. So I was like, okay, cool. Mm, you. Yeah, mm. he was like, is it full? I'm like, no, it's like. He's like, all right, I'm gonna put that as full. I'm like. Thank oh you. yeah, he, he wanted them numbers. <laughs> yeah. He wanted them numbers. He wanted he wanted you to run that map. <laughs> You might be playing with fire yeah. remember? remember these are the same niggas who got your phone number Your address and shit like that Your credit card information Listen, I don't have a you, home no, so. no but I'm saying you piss off the wrong person Guess what your credit going it's okay. I'm going to keep playing my cards right Like right. what do you mean I'm going to get them rentals um, Keep your networking legs closed right? <laughs> <laughs> You need to relax <laughs> <laughs> I said nothing about me giving these guys anything. Okay? I said nothing about you giving like, them anything too. What? But hope that's what you're giving them. So, do you do the same thing like networking? Do you take the same approach when you talk to women when you network? Or do you do you yeah, use the same, all the same tactics and stuff like that? I'm not gonna try to like. I'll compliment you, and we'll like. I'll try to find some commonalities but like as far as like trying to flirt i'm not attracted to women so so you deliberately flirt with these niggas i don't deliberately but i just know it, it gets me what i want so it's it, it, i guess yes <laughs> well there goes your answer that's all we need to know <laughs> there goes your answer kings don't watch this <laughs> so we're gonna dive into the what would you do and for this week Thinking of my bestie, um, this evil friend that I have, Jody. 
Be friends? Okay, go ahead. Stop being phony. But I just remember, like, when we first met, Mm -hmm. um, well, yeah, the first time I went to your place Mm -hmm. with Skye, my daughter, Mm -hmm. um, you just made sure, like, you kept an extra eye on her. Like, she was going to steal your shit. Yeah, sticky fingers. (laughs) (laughs) She was three at the time, mind you. So it's like, what? It's called Head Start for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. But she was three at the time, and it really got on my nerves that Mm -hmm. you just thought she was going to steal from you. Like, I don't teach my child to steal. Mm -hmm. But my question for you is, what would you do if um, you had a friend whose kids like to steal? So, like... How do you handle that? I have a friend who kid like to steal. My kid does not steal. So. <laughs> There's a reason you ain't ever been back to my place ever since getting <laughs> You ban them motherfuckers, all right? It's to the shadow realm. Do not let these sticky finger ass listen, no. Cause y'all be y'all be y'all be condoning this shit too. You know your kid is a thieving ass motherfucking kid. Every day your apartment show up with new shit. You would you your kid ain't got no job. Where you think these new stuff coming from, right? What? Listen, ban these kids, all right? Ban these thieving ass kids, and they, and it's your fault too. Because if you provide a life where they didn't have to steal, they wouldn't have to take from me. No, I'm talking about I'm talking oh, people. I'm, I'm talking about people steal. with stealing children in general, all right? All right, in general, all right. If you provide a life where they didn't have to steal from me, they life would be whole. But wait, keep them kids locked up wait. in the house, all right? In the house. For now, what? <laughs> if they get older and still be stealing, right? <laughs> lock them up, up for real. Lock them up for real, for real. All right. Wait, All right. wait. When you're a kleptomaniac, it doesn't really matter. You just steal just because you like the yeah, third, correct? Yeah, it's, so, it's, it's, it, it's for the joy of it. I can get away with stealing. It, you feel me? Why you three? Why you ain't got no other hobbies or like things that you interested? <laughs> this like got blocks. You could paint. But yeah. you said that you thought my child liked to steal. Like, yeah. Why would my child want to steal? I anything? think every child like to steal. First of all, no, if that they, is if they not see true. It, what, so what's stopping a child from like if I see it? What's gonna stop me from not taking it? The consequences. The con- like if my child steals something, I'm gonna make her go and bring it back. Most, like letting her know that that's not acceptable. You know, most children don't even understand consequences for a good amount of years within their life. So that whole no, nah, that's not gonna happen. Chief. Half of the time, they don't even tell you where they where they stole it from. Exactly. Where you got this from? Yeah. I got it. They gave it to me. They said to me like they that's what like Jody gave it to me. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they they were like it was given to me. Yeah. So in that situation, do you continue to invite the friend and the child over, or like what do you do? No, first of all, oh, every single time, listen, you come to my house, I'm gluing your hands in your pockets, all right? Because <laughs> you ain't stealing none of my shit, goddammit. You feel me? Every single time I leave the room, you better keep clapping until I come back. Because shit, I ain't, listen, if I'm missing something, listen, let me find out I'm missing a paperclip, a hairpin. Listen, I'm on your ass, nigga. You know what you have, too. Listen, I know exactly where <laughs> everything he's in my hairpin back. He's got no hair, that's crazy. Exactly. Yeah, it's the Principal, it's a principal you can't steal exactly. my hairpin and think you gonna get away with it, nah, bro. Hell no. Nah. For me, I would continue to be friends with my friend, of course, but your child can't come to my house. Like that's just that, cause no, I work hard for my stuff. You're not just gonna come and steal what? <laughs> no, no, no. Keep going. Keep going. You're not gonna come over and try to steal my shit. No, I like, agree. you I'm can come, wrong, but your right. child cannot. Listen, if that's the case, listen here. We, let's put your child to good use. Let's go to someone else's house. <laughs> and let's get him to steal some good shit. How about that? If that's, that's the fact. case. Like yo. That's like, Listen, no, for real, you feel for me real. Me? Listen here. Why you brought three year old Diddy's party? Yeah, I don't know. You know, saying he like for the party. No, for real. <laughs> <laughs> they done stole a couple stuff. You feel me? Like, listen here. I'm put your ass to work, nigga. What if that was?
was your child, would you be offended if your friend was like, you could come over and Tay Tay could come over, but little Junebug got to stay home? Listen, me and little Junebug have a conversation like, damn, why you letting me cut you, dog? <laughs> 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 so you don't cut that would teach them to steal. I don't teach them no, to steal. No, you have to. Wait, you have to. Because I see some kids that don't don't know how to steal. And when I mean don't know how to steal is they still useless shit. Like, why you why you got aftershave? You a five-year-old girl. What you doing with aftershave? Like, like you you going to steal. Do it. What? Giddy, what you mean? What we mean them? We know, okay, send me your address so I can send them over to you. Give me your address so what you can meet these kids. What address? Come on. There's some silly ass kids out there and they not even doing it right. Oh my gosh. That'd be the worst. That's crazy. But kids steal anything. You even even like they steal from other children, you feel me? They'll yeah. come home with a toy. There's many times I've seen like my daughter, my niece, they'll come home with a toy and something like that. And I'm like, where you get this shit from? Oh my friend, they gave it to me. Well, guess what you about to do? You about to bring that motherfucker <laughs> yeah. right back. That's exactly I, what I do we to my daughter games. too. Listen, and like, let me find that shit still in my house. Listen, yeah, I'm no, breaking no, my foot no, off no. in your ass. No, I'm, my I'm not gonna hold you. They still some I know I'm against it, but if they still some good shit. Listen, listen. <laughs> we just came up. I'm sorry. You no you, no you not getting soon. that Rolex back. I'm sorry. You like, don't need no kids no time soon. Because your friend going to be like, where yeah. you got this from? Like, that's the same thing. like, well, you know. <laughs> My daughter got it for me. You feel me? That'd be kind of nice. You know. <laughs> Best dad in the world. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you ain't getting from your friends. Why? Why? He didn't know his friends. He's That's not on me. What are you talking about? What are you that talking is about? That's on you. No. That is on you because you didn't teach your child right. Well, you ain't locked your shit up correctly. Like, it ain't my fault, bro. But if the child still correctly, I condone it. You feel me? Listen, I ain't gonna hold you. There was, mm-hmm. there was one instance. Uh, my my uncle, his his son, whatever, right? His son was coming here during the summer. You remember when she was coming over here during the summer? I thought I lost my watch, my nigga. I was like, "This here, where's it at?" <laughs> I was about to break my foot off and get ass, bro. Because I was like, "I can't find my watch. Yeah. I know my shit is. It's miraculously disappeared once this nigga came over here." I was yeah. like, "Nah," because obviously my grandma she lived with me too, and I'm like, "Nah, fuck that shit. He ain't coming over here no more. Let me find his ass. I'm out here beating his ass. Come to find out, I'm misplacing my shit." So. Yeah. Do you apologize to him in that no. situation? What the fuck am I apologizing for? I can't stand y'all. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't find him. I ain't grabbed him in the headlock or nothing like that yet. Yeah, but you kind of like accuse him of stealing the stuff and then you realize that it was on you. Hold on. Why man. wouldn't you apologize? Because it's not beneath him. <laughs> I know this nigga steal. <laughs> I know this nigga steal, bro. <laughs> so what do you want me to think? See, what, you want me to apologize okay, for doing what you normally that's do? That's a great <laughs> question. That's a great question. How, how many times have it had to happen where something went missing and you automatically knew what kid was already on your mind, or even friend was already on your mind. And then you was wrong. Huh? No, no, they just put it <laughs> back in time. They just, they brought it back in time. <laughs> that, I wasn't wrong. My friends don't be bringing the stuff back, but oh, so your friends still they still they keep it moving. I, don't say, I wouldn't say they still, but if you ask to borrow something, you don't give it back. You stole it. Like that's just what it is. That's just stealing with permission. That at that point, come on. Whatever. Like, but, <laughs> I don't know. So this like, is, this is come from the same person said it's not still if you see me take it. I know, right? And we got it in four K. We got it in four K. There's a difference. <laughs> so, you, so as long as the kid's still at work, it's cool. <laughs> 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 Are you saying? No, no. Let me know. 
Because I signed some job applications for my kid at like Hermes and shit like that. Like, listen, she was like, we on a play date. Sign this work for this no, W two work. It's okay because you're giving them like your time mm-hmm. and like especially if your salary. Most of the times you're working more um, than you're getting paid for. So mm-hmm. if I if I take like some papers or paper clips or anything like that, yeah, that's I work for it. I earned it. You know, that's not stealing and. I don't just take it without anyone seeing me. You know? Look at her. Look at her. <laughs> so you know what saying? If you come home with just your check, you wasted your time at work, right? That is not that's what, what you said. That's no, what you if said. you take it without anyone seeing you, that is stealing. <laughs> but if upper management sees you take it and you ask them, that's, yeah. that's not stealing. Well, you got to convince me, Giddy. I go by the coolie rule. You know what I mean? If you don't steal from your job, you a dumbass, right? I live by that rule, right? Listen, HR is about to play this thing back for real. Like different mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. you know. But if my upper management, if my manager sees me take something, or if I if I ask her if I could take it, that's not me stealing. Mm-hmm. No, that's me working. That's that's <laughs> how, that's probably how kids think too. They be like, "Can I use this?" They be like, "Yeah, go ahead, use that's it." Not and, the then, same. and they take it. And they take it. They're like, "Okay, mm-hmm. that's you not the same." That's, that's what they heard. That is not the same. I'm saying, but that's probably the way how they think and they, yeah. they mindset. They probably heard like, "Oh, I can have it." Yeah. You said I could have this. I've, I've heard kids say, you said I could have this. No, the fuck I did it, little nigga. <laughs> I don't know. But you know, like, some parents, they don't correct bad behaviors. So let's say, like, they know their kid is a thief, right? And they never correct it. And now the kid is, like, grown, and now he's getting in trouble. So would you con- would you continue to rescue your child out of bad situations if they, like, deliberately put themselves in that situation? Or if you didn't correct it when they were younger? Well, only if it's for my benefit. You understand? Know if you want to steal, <laughs> you better listen. I stole you a better watch. Mm. I got you, little nigga. You feel me? I'll help you out. You feel me? If you got, if you got a problem, make it my solution. You understand? Know like, what? listen, you got a stealing problem, make it my solution. Listen here, still something, still something for me. You feel me? I always build you out. Now, if I gave you like tips on how to steal correctly and shit like that, and then like you still go ahead and like still like incorrectly, then it's like okay. I can help you out Like I, I showed you You got caught this time Like damn Some what I told you If you're gonna steal Steal right in front of people You feel me They never notice When you steal in front of them yeah. But you What raise you guys Don't worry about that Alright Leave my daddy out This shit Alright right? But but if you If you like If you continue to do dumb shit After I done Gave you tips And gave you some game And shit like that And you like still Decide to bump your head And do it incorrectly Nah You gonna have to You gonna have to um, Fall You gotta you got fall on your feet I'm sorry I'm sorry mm. I don't. Nah. What? Don't be up in the eye here. Look at you. That's how I know Scott still. It's always the kids that come from well, well-to-do families exactly. that be stealing you, and want to be rappers and shit like that. Want, That's how I know Scott still. Her up in the ass, mom. Exactly. You know. wanna why? Because they got something to prove. Yeah, you see, exactly. The same rich ass kids like you never gave me this time. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Working like yep. damn little nigga. You mm-hmm. led you to steal and kill. Like come on, but man. It doesn't even have to be like the bad situation doesn't necessarily even have to be just them stealing. Like let's say your kid is in like a domestic abuse. Um, situation right mm-hmm. like and they continue to go back to that partner or like if your kid is failing in school and you continue to like try to bail them out like do their projects for them because they want to do it last minute like things like that i think as parents we have to there's different ways to discipline i think when people think of the word discipline they automatically think it's negative but there's positive ways to discipline as well like Explain. to to discipline positively is to, through instructions through um being proactive 
active through like communicating and letting the child know like hey this is this is what it's kind of like almost wisdom you know you're learning from my experiences or you're learning from me telling you like what could potentially happen if you do this you know and negative discipline is like consequences or like your um or like your um it's just a it's just there, there's negative consequences so a negative discipline could be like okay you didn't go to bed on time so now you um i gotta take your phone when you come home that's a negative discipline depending on the age group but like as parents you have to put those boundaries in place and teach the child from early on so that as they grow up they're able to really just function in society and you don't have to always bail them out of stu- um situations but a lot of parents don't do that. It's just like, okay, you doing something wrong, like, all right, I'm just going to cut you off or I'm going to um, just, like, beat you or whoop you, whatever. But there's different ways to approach it. If if my child is in trouble the first time, I will bail you out. Yes, I will help you. The second time, mm, I might let you sit in there for a little while. But it's, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to always, because if you keep bailing them out, then now you're ena- enabling the v- behavior and you don't want to do that either so i don't know but a lot of people just i think when you parent without like being so emotional like when you get your emotions in check you can become a better parent you know you can actually help you can raise that child to be a a decent human being in society yeah, I don't think that shit work. You know what I'm <laughs> I don't think that shit work. I think all that positive reinforcement and that sounds like pseudoscience to me, Giddy. Like everybody knows how humans work. You tell somebody you can't have something, they gonna want it more. If you tell your kid, "Don't do this. This is gonna happen." Oh hell yeah, I'm gonna do this now for sure. It sound good on paper, but in reality, nah. You can do all that you can for a kid. Nothing All that can get redone If your kid is easily influenced you, Well you right You right 100% Because even in school Like they'll show you They'll tell you Like a scientific method They'll be like Listen This was gonna happen When you put baking soda With this vinegar mm-hmm. And they make you go through The whole scientific method To go fucking figure that shit out So that's what the kids learn They learn like this here Oh that's what the outcome is in Let me double check <laughs> But even You just said something about Like easily influenced children But that starts at home Like boundaries are I, I keep telling y'all About mm-hmm. this boundaries But yeah I should read it, but boundaries are so important to establish early on because you letting the child practice boundaries at home when they do go into school, they're not going to be as easily influenced because they had so many years of practicing healthy boundary setting. Like you're not going to easily fall into peer pressure if you're already a kid who's used to saying no. Who are they practicing on? Because clearly you're pressuring them to learn or do whatever you tell them to. You're not you're, pressuring. You're still. When you, when you're establishing boundaries, it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with pressuring. It's just like with my with my daughter. It's just um, I give her choices. Mm-hmm. You know, that's healthy boundaries. If she's like, like if she's on the phone, she's like, mm, I don't want to talk to you right now. Okay, that's fine. Whenever you're ready, call me back. And that's that's a healthy boundary because I'm not going to make her feel bad for not wanting to speak to me at this current moment. Like you know, it's just like she knows she has choices in life. Like. That's how you practice. It's starting little, and it's it's got to be age appropriate, of course. Like you're not gonna have a, a 
like a five-year-old doing something that's expected of a 14 or a 15-year-old. You know what I mean? But when you start early on, they already have those boundaries and they learn how to stay true to themselves. That's how you avoid like people pleasing, like kids who, who are just people pleasers, you know, like kids who are just insecure, like kids who fall easily into peer pressure. You start practicing these things at home, period. Well, I'm going to let you and your, your child be the guinea pig to see if it's actually true. <laughs> so if your child turned out correctly, I'm going to look back all these and like, yeah, damn, she was right. <laughs> if not, I'm going to be like, I told her stupid ass. Not, not that her court even ass. She ain't doing <laughs> <laughs> like you already <laughs> felt it already. <laughs> she looked at that box of corn. She was like, hmm. Listen here, your daughter. Listen, I, she walked inside of Jody House. She seen that nigga coins inside that little container. I seen the question mark head what? over her head. She's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> what you going to do with coins? What laws are you finna wash? So you see what I'm talking about? Like, they don't steal correctly All the stuff She could have stolen in my house She looked at the coins Like mm, Laundry day It like, was exactly. probably just a toy nah. So a three year old Like a little piggy bank Is a toy Then buy her real toys then. <laughs> <laughs> See It starts at home You see what I said She got no toys at home So she would come And steal penny If you provide her The life that she's supposed to have Now y'all been to my old place Before it got burned mm. Like y'all know My kid has stuff That's so. why That's why the house burned down It was just yeah. it. Scott She lived and matched the all them garbage ass toys you've been buying her over the years. That's what she's like, get this bullshit out of here. She said she's like, I had enough. Yeah, <laughs> y'all get on my nerves. We're gonna move on because y'all are annoying as hell. Like, we are gonna move on to the deep dive. Speaking of these trifling kids mm. that y'all, <laughs> y'all think people we talking about cool kid is yours. <laughs> hey, y'all, that's not nice. That's what you said. My kid is good. I'm gonna warn y'all right now. My kid gonna be stealing shit. Your so kid gonna be like you. Don't bite me over. <laughs> I'm let y'all know right now. Listen, I can see it already. You feel I don't me? He gonna have. Different. She you gonna have expensive taste. And daddy gonna be like, you ain't getting that. Go get it from daddy's friends. All right. So, all right. Guess what? Daddy friends broke. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> But we're going to get into a deep dive. And it's something that we've been seeing a lot in the black community. I feel like um, we in the black community, we feel like once a kid reaches 18, like you got to be gone. You got to get about your business. You're an adult now. You you grown. You need to get out my house. And if you're not at my house, you need to start paying them bills because it's piling up. So I'm going to ask you guys, would you kick your child out of the house once they reach the age of 18? No, they can stay here. But guess what? If you work, you have to do something. You have to have a direction that you want in your life. You feel me? You're not going to sit here. This ain't no easy meal ticket. You feel me? Your daddy can take care of you, but your daddy ain't going to be no fucking nigga you're going to mooch off of. Listen here, we ain't doing that over here on this side. You better go to school. You better get a job. You better do something. You feel me? You get a job, guess what? I need half that check. (laughs) I need half that check. Obviously, I'm not going to take your whole check and just go run about it. I'm going to take that half. Half of that half is going to be, if you make 2000 I'll take a thousand five hundred. I'm explaining to you. Obviously, I'm gonna save five hundred for you. We understand. You understand how to save and stuff like that. I'm your bank. Don't worry about it. You need a loan. You come to me. You understand? You don't go to Wells Fargo Chase. You understand? They be doing too much. I I have a lower interest rate too. Um, <laughs> and the other five hundred is gonna pay the fucking bills. You feel me? You understand? The same way how if you go out here in the real world, guess what? You still got to pay light, water, food, all that sort of stuff. Guess what? I'm provide that for you at a low at a low discounted rate. Listen, five hundred dollars. That's that's a lot. You get food, food. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? You gotta cook from time to time, but that's that's what it is. 
Why are you selling you, you selling sell the kid on it? Like, you like, You got light, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? You had a lavish house with AC all the time. Listen, come on, man. This is this is still you didn't need to go nowhere for a thousand dollars? Come on, man. And you save tax to me. Come on, man. A thousand dollars is a bargain. Dude, I, come on, in the man. future. In the future. Making two thousand dollars and you're taking a whole thousand dollars? Half of it's going to be saved. That's what you didn't hear. Half is going to be saved. So if they need a loan, they can just come to me. You're saying you get some of your money back, similar how we do at the bank. Um, and another half you pay bills. Imagine all your bills was five hundred dollars. I'm talking rent, food, light, yeah. water, all that shit, cable, yeah. internet, phone, five hundred dollars. Come on, man. Listen, I'm moving with my parents right now. Uh, I'm become homeless, and it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, mm-hmm. but <laughs> for me, my child, no, you need to stay home as long as you want. And like as far as paying bills, no, 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 no. At eighteen, you don't need to be paying my light bill or my water bill or any of that junk. No, like save your money, spend your money on like different things. I'm gonna teach you how to be financially literate. Yes, you're gonna know how to invest. You're gonna know how to do certain things. But I don't want to take my money from my child to go towards bills. Like no, no. <laughs> You already know my answer. They got. They gotta go. I'm sorry. They gotta go. They gotta go. 18, and, and especially like if you 18 and you a big 18 year old too. Like imagine my son's taller than me. Listen, I'm five nine, mm-hmm. five ten on good days. But no, my son not coming in my house. And to, no, I'm I'm a tiny titan. Yeah. You feel me? No, take your time. You gotta go. You have a kid. No, he's, he's you gotta six, go. He's six two inside your house shirtless. Drink about, drinking straight from the milk carton. Hold on, little nigga. Yeah, yeah, watch too much baby boy. No, check it out. Look at, check out this what? scenario, Giddy. Imagine boom, a salesperson comes to the house. Do do do! Hey, can I speak to the man in the house? I'm already the man in the house, but he asked me for the man in the house. Now my son come, he like, oh, there you go. What I gotta do now? What I'm gonna do now? He gotta get out the house, Giddy. And then one, look at he he asks his mom for permission to do shit. Mom gonna be like, who do I listen to? He taller, but he older. You feel me? Like he gotta go. But don't you feel like that's how us as black people are not able to progress in life? Because at eighteen, the child assuming that they didn't learn much about budgeting, they didn't learn much about like how to save or anything like that. Now you're throwing them into the real world and expect them to survive. Now if they're making two thousand dollars, now like most of that money is gonna go towards their cost of living and. Like, how do you expect them to survive? The best I, lesson is nah. experience. Yeah. You got to remember Go that. Got to bump your head. Exactly. Sing or swim. Exactly. And plus, I didn't fail on the school system there. They should have been told them that in school. With you, trigonometry. With you trigonometry. Me, take your time before you have a damn child. <laughs> like, seriously. Listen, what you mean? So, you you saying the educational seriously. system is doing right by our no, kids, right? I'm saying that, <laughs> I'm saying that mm-hmm. as a parent, mm-hmm. you are the first teacher. You mm-hmm. are your child's first teacher. So, oh, you need they to. They doomed then. That's the case, man. If that's the case, nigga, no. I can't take you. I'm the first right teacher. Now, you are just. Are you in private school now? Like <laughs> is it working? But as, as parents, mm. you are your child's first teacher. Like you need to start teaching them the stuff in the home before they even make it to school. I'm not a real no? model. What, that what? Like, mean that them little niggas listen to begin mm, with, dog. Mm. What? I'm not you teaching think, you shit. Think, you think children listen to everything that their parents do? I'm not saying that they listen to everything. Your job as a parent is to introduce them to the stuff. Okay. Whatever they decide to do with that information, that's their problem. You did your part. You did what you had to do, which was to teach your child whatever skills that they need to survive in the mm-hmm. real world. If they don't listen, that's up to them now. But if you didn't teach them anything at all and you just throwing them out at 18 and expecting them to survive, like why would you be mad if they end up going to jail or if they end up 
getting pregnant or they end up in the streets. Like they're eighteen. How old you gotta be to go to the military? Eight. 17 if your parents sign Okay They good enough for the military They good enough for the real world Giddy Get out there Get out there I, I don't see you Get out there Get out there Bump your head You feel I me mean? If you can fight for our country You can fight for your life <laughs> <laughs> Message Go ahead man. If that ain't the best recruiting right there The, the military need to hire us I'm sorry Come on man. <laughs> get a bonus every single time a nigga you sign. I think that's why it's so hard for us to, to get ahead in life. I think we're we're doomed from start. You think that's what it is? That's that's what's holding it's us back. It's not the fifty fifty conversations. <laughs> it's not the who would you take a <laughs> dick with. <laughs> that's what it is. But that's what you think where it started from, though. Y'all came ready today because, like, I really feel like you guys are saying these dumb shits to get a reaction. Like, there's no I'm, way I'm, that you, I'm serious. There's no way I'm, that you guys really think like I this. believe. Why? Why every time I tell you how I think, you don't believe it? There's no way. When people show you who they are, believe it. Get it? My bitch, you heard that message? Come on. I'm telling Y'all you. These dumbass messages. Wait, wait. I don't understand why you think, like, just because you taught your child everything, whatever, you saying, like, you're not going to take money from your child and all this stuff like that, You they wouldn't stay inside your house and everything. That, right? That's cool with you? Yes? Yes. That doesn't mean that they're going to honestly apply the skills that you taught them. You feel me? You're still going to be the same way how you said earlier about enabling your child. They're always going to think, like, listen here, my mom got me. You feel me? I ain't got to worry about this shit. Like, oh, yeah, you taught me financial. Literacy, but that doesn't mean honest. I have to deal with it. Listen, you taught me it, but listen, that's a problem when I get older. You feel me? Yeah, listen, but put, throw her ass in the fire. No, let her ass you, get burned. You start out young, like that's. I think that's what you guys are not understanding. You're thinking like once they reach the age of like a teenager or preteen, that's when you start. You start them out young, but again, I do agree that some children you can give them everything, give them all the tools that they need to survive, and they still don't follow or they don't listen. That's when you have to really have a conversation with them and make that decision. Like, hey. What I'm doing is clearly not healthy. I think you need to, you know, explore your options, whether that's like going to college and staying in the dorm or renting out a room or whatever. But, you know, as a parent, at the end of the day, you did all you could. I think that's that's what for me, I strive for. It's just like, OK, if anything happens to my child, am I OK with it? Am I OK with the outcome? Did I try everything that I could as a parent to prepare her for this situation? And, and that's exactly what he did He paired him all the way up to 18 You feel me He taught him everything you needed yeah, well, Why do you think I'm, you not, I'm not I'm not giving the, my kid The love and the and attention And the skills they need You think I'm just like Okay I'm gonna neglect you All the way until 18 And then kick you out No get it I'm talking about in the sense Where okay Obviously you give You giving them everything you can They 18 That's not going to bump your head That's that's the best time You honestly like Listen here I gave you all the skill sets you need Now apply that shit little nigga Let me see it happen And then again You like to talk on good on paper, Giddy. We gotta think about real life here. A lot of kids ain't good, Giddy. A lot of these I, kids I, I ain't got it. My child. Okay, I that's that's nice and all. That's nice and all. But this even is, this see, is stuff that I do with mm-hmm. her. I've been doing since day one. Mm-hmm. Hold this, on. this is it's gonna be even worse for you. She fall if if you do all this stuff too, and then she still end up like the kids I'm about to talk about right now. All right, there's a lot of badass kids out there. It's a lot of badass kids out there. It's a lot of kids because you you can have. This no. foundation for them, right? You can give them everything they need. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about the the ones who misbehave regularly. You feel me? 
Let's talk about the kids who come in your house anytime they want to, who disrespect you in their house anytime they want to. They do whatever the fuck they want to do in your house. You think I'm going to let you disrespect me in my house and still let you live rent free? You don't have to pay nothing. You're just living in this world, just just la di da da. But you over here disrespecting the main person who's looking out for you. Well, that's different. Mm-hmm. That's different. You bringing you boys know? in my house. You bringing these little fast ass girls me, in my house? Like you, that's a little different because when I was eighteen, I got kicked out for eleven days, mm-hmm. and it was the worst eleven days of my life. You, I didn't know how to survive. What you was doing to get kicked out? My mom just didn't like my little high school sweetheart, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, and then she raised you right too. Mm-hmm. Eh. Yeah, like, nah, see, see what I'm about? It don't matter how you raise them; they're gonna always she find fun with what she did. She did best. She did best in her mind. And guess what? And you did. And you strayed away from her teachers, nigga. That's on you. Exactly. I didn't stray away. She was just emotional. Like her daughter, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but it goes back. It goes right back to the point. You can do all you can for that kid. You can show them the correct path. It's still up to the kid to choose whatever path they want to go through. You see, you see this. Well, stuff I'm stressed about it. You see this stuff happen all the times. A lot of stuff when you teach, you start getting kids into something earlier in their early years, whether it be sports or something that you're teaching them. You yeah. feel me? They get into it, and then after a while, they be like, uh. I don't want to do this shit no more. Yeah. Whatever the hell you teaching me, I'm going the complete opposite. If I was doing karate for like eight years, you're saying I was a young little jitterbug, they get to a point where like this shit's not it for me no more. Yeah. I want something completely opposite. I don't want to do karate. I want to get my ass beat up. Is that? Like, I want to get my ass beat up. Like, like they, just, no, they, just, they just revert. Like what? What's wrong with you? Yeah. Like, you know all this shit, but yeah, you don't want to use it. How many times have you had you heard kids who grew up with their dad? You feel me? Their dad taught them how to sling a football. They slinging crack now. You feel exactly. me? Listen, <laughs> they took the same concept, <laughs> but it, it went down a different. You feel me? But it, it happens. You feel me? I, I know we like to talk in these in these in these picture perfect worlds. We like, okay, it's good on paper. This is how the world. No, I, it's not it's really not like a picture that. Perfect world. I know, and I want y'all to understand that we can talk all this, but it's not really. That's not real reality. It's not. Let's use a real example. For not instance. to you, not your reality. Not not in reality. Not your reality. Online, you know, when you want to get into the spaces and you want to talk no. and, you know, and talk all big and nothing. no, I but mean, in reality, but I do this for. Like the same stuff that, because I teach parents how to build stronger connections with their children and how to like practice positive parenting, right? The same stuff that I teach my parents, my clients, is the same things that I, the same approaches that I take with my child. You know, like from day one, I'm like, I don't want to whoop my child. Like I, there's certain approaches or certain things that are the norm in our community that I'm like, I don't really want to raise my child up in that, in that setting and whatnot. And I'm not saying that it's the, it's the, it's the perfect setting or like, because I'm raising her this way that she's not going to have her own issues. Yes, she is. However, I know I'm trying the best that I can to prevent her from experiencing certain things or to prevent her from like, Getting in certain situations that she don't really need to be in. But at the end of the day, we still have choices. We have the free will to do whatever we want. Like, I can't make myself feel bad for her wanting to pick whatever path that she wants to pick when she grows up. But I know for me, in my conscience, like, I did everything that I could. I try to introduce her to, to different different like my approach as a parent is very different than how I was brought up because a lot of the things that I didn't like when I was younger I tried my hardest to not repeat with my child but there are some things in my community or the way that I was raised in the Haitian household that I'm like I want to keep like when you walk into a room you better greet everybody like certain things like that I want to keep that as well I'm not saying that I'm completely to the left where I'm like with our lesser melanated counterparts I'm not saying that at all because at the end of the day I'm still a black chick like I still 
still have to put a little bit of toughness in me, but I'm still very deliberate and very intentional as far as like my approaches with my child. And that's just period. Well, you ain't got a proven method, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I like someone who went to the gym for one month. Like, listen, this is what I've been doing. Like, nigga, you just started this. You you don't have a finished product to show me yet. You feel me? So, no, let me see. At eighteen, let me see. All right, if I still got all my coins at eighteen, like I said, I'm gonna look back and be like, Giddy was right. Well, let's, all right? See, let's, let's see after that too, because thing is, you can still do it. Like, it may not be eighteen. It, it goes down here from there. It be, it, like, exactly. You feel me? John Morant. You feel me? He grew up in a loving home, two parent household. Yeah. Obviously, he got all the love. He got, but now he acting around like he a gangster and shit like that. Taking, uh, always walking around with a gun and stuff like that. I'm like, how many times you heard kids who who went to Ivy League schools and shit like that, and they shooting up schools and shooting mm-hmm. up places and stuff like mm-hmm. that? Like, yeah, but you can't take on the the mm-hmm. the burden, the burden of mm-hmm. your child, or like the the things that your child do. Yeah. That's that's you can't take that on. Like sometimes it is a reflection of you as a parent. But if you know you did everything in your power to raise a child like to the best of your abilities, that's not that's not my problem. Like and then you gonna have a kid while you in my house. So now I got eighteen more years because Lord knows you're not gonna take care of your kids. So now I gotta be a parent number two, two point So I'm just saying, man, I, I, after eighteen, you ready to get out? Because I'm ready to live my life all over again. I did my time. All right, you gotta go. I'm sorry. I served so, my sentence. So let's say you you did move forward with kicking them out at eighteen, whatever, right? But let's say if they fall back in their on their face, would you allow them to come back to the house? Yeah. Like, and still be yeah, a healthy, yeah. supportive support. Yeah, for them? recuperate. Yeah. Yes, one hundred percent. But you got limited time. Obviously, you just can't lay up, nigga. Like you, gotta, you, you, you rent is due. Yeah. You have to, like I said earlier. Up. <laughs> like I said earlier, you got to be doing something. You have to be trying to move or trying to like. You have to be have like a goal or something that you're trying to do. Whether you're going to school, whether you're trying to get a job, shit like that. I'm always down to help my child, no matter what. They always got a house to come to. You feel me? But you have to be trying to actively do something in your life. If you ain't doing shit, yeah. you do some shit outside. Yeah, you don't even be doing shit in my house. Let's yeah. say because something when you ain't doing shit in my house, that takes away more light, way more water, <laughs> way more food. We're yeah. not doing care about and you. And your mama can't walk around naked too. Like listen, and, 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 and come on now, listen <laughs> to the bigger picture. Listen, listen. <laughs> you stopping me and your mama for being some freaks, right? I mean, for you, that's the real that's, issue. That's the I, biggest I mean, issue. That's the only issue. Yes. Issue you stopping you. them tits from jangling around the house. <laughs> you need to go, right? That's why you should have. You should have led with oh, that. Oh, we could have skipped all been, this, right? <laughs> we could have skipped because that sounds no. more like Jody. That's, like, yeah. that's, that's the real issue. Come on, right man. There. Let's get to the point. Come on, let's get to the point. Like you're stopping your mama and me from knocking boots, all right? So. Let's let's just, let's do that. All right, you got so you got limited time. Yeah. Why you here? Get your shit. Get a trucking license. God damn it, it's easy. Get a trucking license. So let's let's talk about this. How do we as parents, or you're not a parent yet, but how do we as a society um, equip the the children so that when they are 18, they can live life like they can self sustain. How we say it one more time for me? How do we as parents, how do we help prepare the children for the real world once they reach the age where they're out of the home? Well, I think we, we should not coddle them, first of all. We should I agree. even through their youngest age, you should still treat them like they are currently in the real world. I mean, cause like if you if you stay, if you've been practicing your whole life, by the time you are thrust into it, it's like it's nothing new. Like I'm 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 not new to this. I'm true to this, nigga. Mm-hmm. Like my parents been taught me this. They've been taught me money management. They've been mm-hmm. taught me about taxes. They've been taught me about if I wanted to be an entrepreneur. This is this is the steps you need to take. If you've been instilling that in them for sure at a younger age, at least they have the. 
<laughs> they had the wherewithal of knowing what they supposed to do. And mm-hmm. mind you, like I said, they could still fuck up and be like, right. I know better. I just don't do better. You feel me? But I don't give a fuck. At least I can. At, least, at the end of the day, I did my job. You feel mm-hmm. me? Ain't no This kid can't sit. Even though they can't. They, any kid of would course. literally sit up there and be like, my parents didn't do shit right, for right, me. Right, right, right. But at the end of the day, you could. At least I know. And I sit back and I be like, damn, where'd you go wrong? And be like, it must be with your friends because I ain't do nothing wrong. Yeah. I showed you the way, my nigga. Yeah. So, but like, if you take those steps, if you un- re- redo a lot of the conditioning, but also, I think we 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 kind of miss one of the main factors that we are the earliest sponge. I mean, earliest representation for our kids, so they do sponge up everything that we do. So a lot of times, it takes you doing some fixing on yourself too, because a lot of a lot of kids they walk around with nasty attitudes and nasty mindsets on the world and shit like that, and they don't even realize that that shit was they soak that shit up from their parents. Yeah. So if you want your kids to do be well, you got to be well too. You mm-hmm. feel me? You got to be a better example of them. You can't be like yeah. you got to do this, this, and that. And they be like, well, you was out here, you went, you had your life all fucked up until the age of thirty five, and now you want me to get it right at eighteen? Yeah. Like no. And I think I disclosed that the episode we did about like colorism, like how I'm like once I had a daughter, I had to get myself straight. I'm like, ooh, these insecurities, I got to yeah. deal with them. Ooh, I'm not doing right yeah. in this area. Let me fix it because yeah. at the end of the day, she does mimic a lot of the stuff that I do and like even with setting boundaries I started teaching her that even before I even like knew what boundaries were I just knew I didn't want her to to have to as an adult have to relearn all these things and unlearn like you know so it was just me being proactive and now it's like a lot of the things we're learning together too so it's okay for her to practice them with me and I see how she's able to really function and like defend herself and set her boundaries even with my mom like my mom is just like she's blown away at times because she's like oh Sky does not act like a regular five year old because she will tell you if she doesn't like something like she will tell you how she feels of course in a respectful manner but it's like my mom's not used to that approach because in a Haitian household you don't tell your parents how you feel honestly you you just go with whatever they say so for me I feel like I'm doing a damn good job (laughs) at teaching her certain things you know there's still a lot of learning to do and there's still a lot of teaching to do but it starts with us though oh yeah yeah for sure yeah like for sure you got you got I'm, I'm saying because I hate that self-righteous route that parents take. You feel me? They they fucked up in life. They did all the wrong things they wasn't supposed to do. But now as you're growing and becoming a young adult, becoming an adolescent, they don't want you, they don't allow you to take any of those mistakes. No, nigga, you fucked up. Allow me to fuck up too. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying I ain't gonna learn from it, but damn, nigga, you trying to lay this perfect path for me and yeah. it's really for your ego, to be honest with you, because you feel like if I fell as a kid, you feel like you fell as a parent. Nigga, if me and you are two different people. Mm-hmm. I ain't got nothing to do with you. You ain't got nothing to do with me after I leave your house. Stop trying to, let me fuck up. Let yeah. me go. And there's a term, it's called safe suffering. And that's just really allowing your child to just deal with the consequences of their actions, age appropriate consequences, you know, like we can't protect them all the time. It's just like, sometimes we're not going to be around. And that's something that I'm teaching my daughter too. She's five, but she suffers from like, um, social anxiety. So a lot of times she wants me or her dad to fight her battles for her. Like she's very expressive and, um, confident with the people she's, um, she's cool around like if she knows you she she will tell you how she feels but with her amongst her peers she just like freezes up and there was an incident that happened actually this week where it's a little emotional for me but like her dad and i like we really had to 
toughen up with her because I'm like, you can't let this keep happening because kids are mean. They're going to tease you. They're going to take advantage of the fact that you are just a little bit more timid than the average child. So I can't protect you all the time. You got to fight your own battles because usually I'm like sending emails and doing this and doing that. I'm like, no, you got to deal with that and you got to come back and let us know how it went because if you don't, then you're going to be in trouble for not dealing with it appropriately. But like a lot of times too, we as parents, we let the limitations such as like disabilities or whatever um, labels that may be put on that child. We let that be like, like just to let them get away with shit you yeah. know no but also the calling too you feel I me mean? yeah the mm. world does not care that you have this disability or that you are going through this or that you didn't come from a two parent household or whatever may it may be the world does not give a fuck so you as parents you got to prepare them for that yeah. as well and that's me kicking them out Thank you. Get it? You prove it. That's my point. The world don't care how you view your children. When you get out here, we gonna treat you. We gonna roundhouse kick you when you get out that house, nigga. And that's what I'm preparing my kid for. Yeah, it doesn't matter what age you get out, whether it be 18 or 30. Mm -hmm. You still can get that roundhouse kicked to the head. Nah, exactly. No, uh-uh. see, but here's the thing: if you fucking wait too goddamn long for them to leave the house, it's gonna seem like an even harder kick. Because the thing you thirty, nigga, yeah. you thirty, you ain't learning none of this shit. There ain't no sweet learn. spot. It's but, all up to them. But their I'm development. Too, like my eighteen year old. If you're eighteen and you're still at home, like what are you doing though? It's not just like oh, I'm eighteen, I'm done with school. Now I get to stay home, um, rent free. It's like okay, are you going to a community college? Yeah. Is that the reason why you need to stay with me? Are you pursuing this? Whatever it is That yeah. you need That additional support I'm not saying That I'm just gonna House my 18 year old Who just wants to Lay at, in bed And play video games Or be on social media The entire day No that's not What I'm doing oh, So you but agree there, there is a A limit To well, when yeah, you can There has run. to be a limit Like if I'm just gonna House a kid Who's not doing anything That that's me doing the child a disservice. But if, years if ain't enough. But if you're working towards something, mm-hmm. like I will house you for as long as you need because, like, I'm gonna allow you to use this as leverage to get ahead. Like, yeah. if you're, if you need thirty years. You said as long as they need He need 30 years right? Well we gonna put A little bit of time limits <laughs> Though Cause at 30 You mm-mm. But if you're You trying to be walking Around the house naked too like, right <laughs> I know Get, get your I, I put on my robe But from like 18 to like Let's say 20 21 22 Like okay But 23 ish you should be done with your project. <laughs> you know, twenty six is like really the cutoff because at, at the end of the day, it does turn into me enabling yeah. you as a, no. I'm not yeah. doing that either. Like no. Like you don't nip them bad habits. You feel me? And yeah, not getting by off of your own is a bad habit. You feel yeah. me? So we're gonna nip that. But it, it takes a lot. It takes a lot. And as parents, too, I think we need to offer ourselves some grace. And every day, it's a different challenge. Even now, I've been at it for going on six years. And it's a different challenge every day. Like, sometimes I really just want to cry. Like, this week, I was really on the phone with her dad. Like, oh, my gosh, I don't think that approach was the best. But I'm like, I had to suck it up to, yeah. to toughen her up. Because, like, you know, I'm talking to her. Like, I didn't let her see me get emotional. You know, I, I finished telling her. What I had to say And telling her I was disappointed And whatnot, And then I told her I checked in with her I'm like okay So how do you feel About the situation What's going on Do you understand What I just said You know And then when she got out The car I was talking to her That I'm like I feel so bad Yeah <laughs> like, This hurts so bad It hurts me more Than it hurts her But I have to do it And you know Like yeah But uh, A note about Cause I, I do not like How we always compare stuff 
to like other races because I always say we built different. And a lot It's pros and cons To everything in life And I look at it The way that we do Thrust our kids out there Unfortunately It, it is a benefit for us It Actually is what Give us that uh, uh, Resiliency You feel mm-hmm. I me mean? Like When we fall flat on, flat on our face We don't just go And run home We we Because we, we got that mindset If I don't get it Ain't nobody gonna give it to me You feel I me mean? So we learn that Through our life Versus kids who've been Given everything Through our life Who've had everything Set up for them As soon as they fall Flat on their face Or flat on, flat on their face they don't know how to handle life. It's because they parents gave them everything in life up and up until a point where it's like you shouldn't be giving them this no more. You feel mm-hmm. I me? Mean? So it's like I understand that. Okay, you, you guys look at it be like, yeah, we should do this more because other races are doing that. But you got to understand when you certain things come with pros and cons mm-hmm. and consequences and benefits to it. So but I wouldn't switch out us being resilient. I know we'd be like, yeah. why black people got to suffer? I understand that. You feel I me? Mean? But I wouldn't switch out that resiliency. For being for calling the kid, yeah, but I think that's where awareness and education comes in. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't even by education, I don't even mean like schooling or whatnot, because you can educate yourself through like YouTube or reading books and different things like that. Because with me, like I said before, my approach is I'm taking some stuff from this culture, I'm taking some stuff from that culture, mm-hmm. some stuff from my culture, like whatever I feel like is positive or that I like, I'm I'm taking, and whatever I don't like, I'm flushing out. Mm-hmm. You know, you you can it's not like there's no book that's going to tell you how to be the perfect parent you will never be the perfect parent you can only be the best parent that you can be because at the end of the day your child will always find something where they feel like you fucked up at yeah you know but if you try if you go into it every day trying your best and doing the best that you can and really coming from a place where yo like this is what i feel would be best then I f- at the end of the day, if if the child ends up being a fuck up or the child succeeds, you know you gave it your all. You know everybody wants their child to to be well and like make it in society. But sometimes, no matter what you do as a parent, you just don't get that outcome. So y'all also got to remember, as a parent, some of your children are just not going to succeed in life. All right, accept you that. Just, you just have to accept that. Accept you feel that me? Out the bad like, match. You feel there, me? Like there, there was a comedian who had said this. I can't remember his name, but he had said something like. As a parent, the one of the hardest things that he had to understand is that you have to treat all your kids' accomplishments the same. Mm-hmm. You have one kid graduate from Harvard. You have to be just excited and happy. Mm-hmm. Is that one kid who just got that promotion at Walmart? He went from fucking thank you the stocking shelves to the thank cashier. You. you feel me? Yeah, thank you. Have you the same enthusiasm mm-hmm. for each one of those. You feel me? And exactly. I think that's the hardest thing that a lot of parents don't mm-hmm. see. You feel me? Because it's at the end of the day, like no matter what you do, you still my you still my parent. Yeah, I'm, my my, my child. My. I'm, I'm about to say my dog, but like, you still my you still my child. You feel me? Yeah. So at the end of the day, like it doesn't matter. You feel me? Mm. I love you for you. That real unconditional love that yeah. most parents should give to their children. I think that's a valid point. I, you know what? You got me speechless right got now. Got the film moments. That, that doesn't hey, Mike, come on, hey Mike, let's go, baby, let's go, let's go. No, I never even thought about mm. that. I think, oh wow, wow, I ain't got nothing to say. Mm. End of discussion. Mm. Like that was it. That mm. was it. Like yeah, yeah, no cherry on top. I like no, it, baby. No, no, I no, like no. It. That is. Oh, that was good. That was good. I'm done, dude. Like. Never mind. <laughs> no, never mind. Continue. Let's 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 wrap this up. And um, 
Yeah, I think we can end it here because yeah. Lou just said, "Come on, baby." Yeah. Um. So thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode of the show. We hope that you enjoy this episode. Um. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TikTok, Twitter, and everywhere else. Don't forget to follow the show's page on It's a Black Thing and my page on IG Giddy Love J One, Lou at Lulu Nine Five Four, and Jody at Boy from Broward. And now we're gonna get into the you had to be there segment and um that is where we play a musical selection and i think today it's you me <laughs> i was hoping you, you said somebody else because i wasn't prepared but okay i think i have a song who's, who's connected i'm connected okay mm. right now i'm connected like you get it like them kids just because I feel like it's just a little relevant for this topic, talking about the kids. And um, this is about just disrespectful as kids. And I remember when the song came up, mm. like when I was probably like in elementary school, middle school, but I had a stepdad. And it just resonated with me at the time. Not saying that my stepdad was wrong or anything, mm. but it was just like, I'm like... Shut up. Mm. <laughs> he was just trying to show her the way. That's all, you know, recondition her. But yeah, go ahead. But yeah, I would play it. I hope that's the right one. Hey, come on the night, say, now I'm going to be quiet the night, play. You get whipped the night, I say, better catch a grip the night. Little boy, put the little sister down, little boy. Think I'm playing around. I pull my belt, walk these steps, that's how it is.